to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Where do you think Ethan came from? Maybe he was already on the island before we were. <laughs> you got yourself one hell of an imagination, kid. There could be lots of other people on the island. So a tribe of evil natives planted a ringer in the camp to kidnap a pregnant girl and a reject from VH1 has-beens. Yeah, fiendishly clever. And why am I getting the evening news from a six-year-old? I'm ten. Okay. Then it must be true. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're we're so lost. We need to stop following him. He will kill one of them. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV (laughs) series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. And we're back for another episode. Guess who's back? Back again. Where's the Lost is back. back. Tell Tell a friend. Tell all of your friends, please. Tell somebody, please. Tell (laughs) iTunes especially. I I didn't check today. I I did. We don't have any new iTunes reviews, which makes us sad. If you'd like to go over to iTunes and review us, we'd appreciate it. we got to get some steam going on this thing. You know, we are officially today halfway through the season one on We're So Lost. Can you believe that? It feels like we should be further. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it has has been uh, nine or ten months since we started the podcast, but we did like the one episode. Episode. Ignore the one episode. It's been three months of yeah. like solid. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I guess we're right on track. Yeah, we're on track to finish the, uh, up the first season by the end of the summer, at least. Oh, sure. easy, easy, easy peasy, easy peasy. But you know what? Tonight squeezy. we're talking about uh, season one, episode eleven. But before we talk about it, we want to go over our spoiler <laughs> policy, right, Amory? Yes, of course. Okay, so you might be familiar with our other shows where we love spoilers. We mm-hmm. welcome them. We drink them in as our life. We do entire episodes based around spoilers spoiler parties if you will however for lost since literally everything could be a spoiler we don't want to know anything we want you to not tell us if we hit the nail on the head with a theory if we're like man i wish i knew about don't tell us oh you get that next week be like you know what that might be coming up yeah you you might get an answer you can do general stuff like yeah exactly like you'll get an answer you might get an answer Answer will um, be. Don't tell us who's bringing it. Don't give me a timestamp. I don't I mean, want it. I mean, even if we say, "Man, I really hope that uh, Charlie goes to Candy Mountain," you can be like, "Charlie." Well, you'll really, you can say, "Well, you'll really like next week's episode." Then, Come if Charlie to goes Candy to Candy Mountain, Mountain the next week. And uh, by the way, I forgot to mention, as usual, uh, we're we're broadcasting this live live, uh, over at youtube.universebox.com. And you can join in the chat at live.universebox.com. Unfortunately, it's just us. It's just us tonight. Uh, We might have some people hop in there uh, during the thing. But always uh, keep a... An eye out on our Twitter at We're So Lost. Because that's where we – Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. That's where we post these things. That's where we'll, we'll announce when we're going live with yep. the show. And uh, I just realized I didn't Instagram today. Whoops. Oh. Sorry, y'all. That's where all the chatters that's are. That's where the chatters are. are. They're on the Instagram. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us the uh, rhyming episode summary and we'll get started talking about this uh, Western-themed episode. Okie dokie, Smokey Jokey. <laughs> I'm Smokey Jokey. <laughs> we're a Smokey Joker. That John Locke sure is a smarty. He organized 
organizes a lost rescue party. Will they find Charlie and with child Claire before Ethan leads them back to his lair? Jack's going to need the rest of the tissues since all the best cowboys have daddy issues. <laughs> all the best cowboys have daddy issues. Wow, that like hurt my ears. What'd you think? That's the worst title of anything I've ever seen. It's a, it's a mouthful. It's, it's definitely a mouthful. A mouthful. <laughs> the episode, however, made me cry. It made you cry? The first time I watched, when I was just like watching it to watch it. Did you put did you put in the notes what moment made you cry? Um, I don't need to put it in the notes. Why don't you tell us? You want to know? I want to know. When Charlie wasn't coming back to life because I didn't oh, know okay. that. Like, I, well, you thought Charlie had died and gone to Candy Mountain. You know, I did. I thought he went off to Candy Mountain. <laughs> um, no, I, I, again, we don't like look into spoilers in any way, shape or form. And mm-hmm. the struggle is real, man. Uh, because IMDb is dangerous because it tells you how many episodes people were in. But I was just watching going, no, he's like my favorite <laughs> character. Lindsay, last week, my two favorite characters got dragged off by this wild man. And now one of them's dead. And now one was dead. Hanging up in the in the tree like a creepy scarecrow. How? We'll get into that. Okay, yeah. If so. Charlie was the scarecrow, who's the Tin Man? I don't know. I don't know. You know who? Who's... You know who the Wicked Witch is, though. Maybe Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I wanted to talk about this week is Ethan's deal. What is Ethan's His whole deal? deal. Uh, well, Ethan's deal, it, it's a little confusing to me because, okay, first of all, uh, it, the big question for me is how does he lug two adults that far in the rain, especially without, I don't know, harming a pregnant woman or something like that? So it leads me to wonder, you know, does, is he supernatural? 2020, 2024, uh, did, did he have help? Like maybe did the, o- be sedated. Did the other <laughs> others uh, pitch in? Is Ethan Batman? Um, yeah. No, he's Superman. The the one kind of clue I got Mm -hmm. in this whole thing Mm -hmm. is that when he's talking to Jack and uh, at the end of the episode last week, he sounds almost robotic in some scenes, which is why I did the robot voice up up at the top. You know, and he... He also seems very, very strong when he's fighting Jack. Uh, so I'm thinking, yeah, he really did. I'm wondering, maybe is he a, a cyborg or an android of some sort? Hmm. I mean, there could be a supernatural element, but maybe he's more natural. <laughs> There's many a supernatural element. But I, I'm saying maybe Ethan is more natural than we're led to believe. Maybe he's a product of technology. You know, maybe maybe he's augmented somehow. I don't even I don't even know how to respond. to it's that. It's an idea. It's a thought. One other thing I, th- I was thinking about Ethan's whole deal. Uh, Call me crazy, but I'm starting to think maybe Ethan might not be the bad guy here. You're crazy. Okay, thank you for calling me crazy because I asked you to. You're welcome. You followed through on my request. I appreciate it. I followed directions. Okay, so I was thinking, you you know, as the episode was going on, I was like, kept thinking, you know, why does he want this baby so much? Why does he want this baby so much? And maybe the reason he's so concerned with Claire is that he knows the baby will die without some sort of help uh, with the natural childbirth and everything. Maybe he's concerned. How does he know that? I'm saying, well, maybe he's concerned with the baby's safety and maybe... Then approach and say, I'm concerned for the baby's safety. Don't stab a pregnant woman in the stomach. But maybe him and the others have, have other means to make sure that she gets through that labor safely. And, and you know, the French woman, the whole reason she has this conflict with the others was over a kid. So maybe there was a similar situation there where they were trying to give the baby a safe delivery. No. I'm just saying. No. I'm no. Just, I'm just saying the possibilities there no. that, that maybe we see him as a villain. Yes. And, 
he's actually trying to help because I mean that that's been a common theme so far in this uh, season is that you know you see people one way and then you get the reversal later on like we saw Sawyer as an ultimate bad guy and then he he kind of has a has a decent person kind of moment in this episode he does we'll talk about that later uh, yeah we definitely will talk about that later but uh you know in, in one big argument against this I know is Charlie and the Tree K I S S I N G there was uh, no K I S S I N G but maybe he he uh he knew that Charlie would survive that no somehow. Charlie barely survived it he did barely survive I it. had given up on Charlie I'd have stopped beating on his chest I don't know chest. maybe he, uh, he he could have had some sort of drug that made him appear dead hunt him up in such a way that it wouldn't actually hurt him too bad besides like the neck burns and maybe this was all just a means maybe he didn't want to kill Charlie maybe he just wanted to send a message to Jack that he was serious and they needed to back off and he has his own reasons for that that no. Ethan has his own reasons no. for that Mm-mm. you don't agree with me I think you were completely delusional well thank you you're thank you. welcome maybe this point brought to you by the the Delusion society, society of uh, redeeming Ethan no in the eyes of viewers R- wrong no but I, I you know I, I was just I, I was so hardcore for especially my first especially my first watch through uh, in the episode I was so hardcore thinking Ethan was this bad guy that the second time through I was like well maybe let, let's look at this another way and I saw a couple of justifications for maybe why Ethan was doing what he was doing or maybe maybe a way for him to be uh, not redeemed in the storyline but redeemed within in the viewer's eyes down the road listen if somebody like if he wants to help her in some mm-hmm. way shape or form tell the 45 46 other <laughs> people that she's with that you can help her mm-hmm. don't hide and pretend that you're one of the wreck victims uh-huh and then drag her off for all we know by her hair he could have handled it a little more tactfully if i'm right but by the you same... are delusional okay so why don't you tell me why don't you lay down some truth something not quite delusional is my point my point is that where we're going with that or do you yes, want me to do... okay yes. my point lock dude you're getting creepier <laughs> chill out man like okay i think whenever the island showed itself to him or whatever mm. moment that was he had he went off the deep end. he can see through the matrix something okay I think he's lying about Ethan. I think mm-hmm. he knew something was up um, and it was a part of his connection with the island. I almost don't trust Locke right now. Yeah, you I don't want to trust him. I completely agree with that. I have a point about that later okay, on. Okay. Well, we'll, then that's all I'll say on. with that. No, I mean, you can keep talking. Right, okay. Um, like, but he's also – he's so insistent on keeping the group of four together mm-hmm. but is leading them in the wrong direction and is very adamant about leading them in that direction. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, fine. You go your way. I'll go mine way, which is weird because nobody is allowed to go anywhere on their own. And then he tries to send Boone back on his own at night mm-hmm. after the trail has already gone cold like a mile back. Yeah. It's a little weird. What are you doing there, dude? Like I know hunting is good at night. But- but I don't yeah. think tracking after a freakish rainstorm, which how did he predict the rain? <laughs> I can't stay in the rain. Sorry. Lots of weird songs. Kiss tonight. the rain. Um, but no, like he was just going to send Boone back. Mm-hmm. Boone. He's a wedding planner. <laughs> he's a wedding planner. He has no survival skills. He couldn't save mm-hmm. the drowning woman. He couldn't save himself. Well, I, you know, I'll go ahead right. and and bring up my right. point my point from later on here because I think it's very very relevant. I think uh, I I agree with you. I think Locke knows a lot more than he's letting on mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about Locke's strategies. Uh, okay, first of all, I love how uh, 
Jack uh, is is leading with his heart. He he's mm-hmm. he's being driven by his heart and his feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what what where uh, Locke is, is uh, being logical. Uh, he's giving this sage, you know, warrior like advice, and uh, and you know, Locke is really he's thinking about the group while Jack is thinking about you know when he says like, "Be the doctor, mm-hmm. let me be the hunter." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jack just doesn't want to fail. Like he failed uh, in the flashback. I don't think week. he necessarily failed there, but that's... but but uh, he feels like he failed. Oh I think. yeah, I know it, that. And uh, you know, it, it, I think uh, that uh, that Locke gives in to Jack's kind of like uh, primal emotions until he sees an opportunity to break away from it. Which is why I think he had suspicions about the hatch, and I think. I think he sent Jack and Kate down a cold trail so he could investigate those suspicions without them worrying about uh, Charlie and Claire and getting in his way of his own mission. Like, I I think Locke was less cons- – I, I think he figured that Charlie and Claire would be all right eventually. And he wanted to go off and do his own thing. Okay. So that's why he was sending Boone away? No, no. I think I, – well, with, with Boone, I think he – he 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 was just giving Boone one last chance to like duck out, and I have some thoughts about Boone's motivations in this episode later on. But uh, you know, he was giving Boone one last chance to duck out, and then I feel like he threw the flashlight to intentionally hit that metal door in the ground, the hatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- you know, I think I think he d- he did that intentionally so he could be like, oh, look what I found, weird. Uh, but I I again I think I think Locke I, I completely agree with you. I think Locke knows a lot more than he's letting on and he's I, I think he's he's pushing forward with his own agenda and and he needs to be watched very carefully yeah but yeah. who's gonna watch him he's who watches the lockster like i don't understand and i think i sort of jumped this in my own like notes here how did he learn all of this mm-hmm. like well he was preparing to go on no the... no i'm aware of that however mm-hmm. at the time he was in a wheelchair so he was never able to do practical applications for it mm-hmm. how can he look at the he you know feels the ground oh this is a fresh track no crap it's a fresh track we just found out it happened mm-hmm. it couldn't be more than an hour old <laughs> anyway just based on timelines because timelines are my thing um yeah but i mean he he was you know he he was living a very lonely life he had he had his nine to five job and then he had no one else in his life and he spent all of his time preparing to go on that that walkabout Uh, you know so so i mean i still don't buy it and also you know he used to be in a wheelchair now he's not that might have bestowed upon him some extra extra juice to his his academic knowledge of tracking and things like that and who knows what he did in life before he got in the wheelchair because he's only been in the wheelchair a few years right yeah so i mean maybe he was he was a some sort of nature man or a hunter or something i don't beforehand. get that impression though but uh, he was he, a loser you wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, about uh, Charlie's reaction oh. after he wakes up, after Jack beats the crap out of him. <laughs> all they wanted was Claire. Mm-hmm. That's all he can say, Claire. All they wanted mm-hmm. was Claire. And he just keeps staring. And it's absolutely devastating. Yeah. The, okay, here's what I put. Let's see. Poor Charlie. Not only is he dragged away trying to protect his friend, and he leaves a trail for the people at camp to follow but then he gets hung Mm. in a tree literally hung also how did that happen like obviously ethan couldn't do that by himself Mm. with charlie and pregnant claire fighting him yeah that's another thing that makes me think there's either something supernatural or technological going on with ethan there's yeah there's something well either that or uh the others are helping him the others are helping him yeah i I did like that uh, the way he put that that all they wanted was claire though implied that yeah the others 
uh, were involved. Somewhere. Well, see, what I was actually thinking, um, but until you brought up about um, the French woman and her child, mm-hmm. was maybe the others don't have any women. That could be. And having a baby and a pregnant mm-hmm. woman, I don't know, like, you know, woman of childbearing age, and, you know, they know she can. Like, that could be part of that motivation. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some sort of child slavery thing going on. I don't know about child slavery thing. Well, I mean, you know, in, in some societies, it's ethical to yeah but then put, why is walt still chilling he's 10 as we've learned he's not very six, true but very true so i don't think it's child slavery i it feels because Locke taught him how to fight with a knife uh <laughs> but you know what i mean like i think it has something i mean obviously it has something to do with the baby mm-hmm. since we stabbed the baby somehow yeah um maybe they were just it, it was just a little checkup that's all no it wasn't stop it Let's see. What else does he know about why the island people wanted Claire? Because I refuse to call them the others. What did he see that put him so into shock? Like, was he tortured? Was Claire tortured? Like, what happened? Because mm-hmm. Charlie has had a really, really rough time since coming to the island. Yeah. And how far back does his lack of memory go? It does. But he remember does he running? really have a lack of memory, or is he just not saying? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lack of memory would be completely different reaction i feel like at that he pushes himself to speak so he can let jack know that he doesn't know anything helpful you know so i I feel like i I feel like if he had to push himself to speak to say that and he knew something he would just unless they were like if you if you tell jack we're gonna kill claire or something like that you know but that's the thing yeah that guy that that's true that's a valid point it's a very valid point Mm-hmm. Or Debebe. We yes, could be threatening to kill Debebe. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're not going to steal your children. We promise that. Uh, but we would like... Uh, we uh, would like to steal your money. <laughs> no, we, we we would like a nice donation. Anne-Marie, why don't you tell them about Patreon? <laughs> I, or we'll I steal your children. No. See, I couldn't we even say it no, properly. No, you couldn't. Or we'll steal your children. There we go. I said it better that time. Um, okay. As we're trying to say is we have a Patreon, which is a way for you to support all of our podcasts. Right now, we have four regularly scheduled podcasts. Greetings from Storybrooke, Legends of Gotham, We're So Lost, and Disney Passholder Project. That's a lot of podcasting. And this is just a way to sort of help us with, you know, what we need. Some hosting, some web stuff, some new equipment. And and, you know, magic juice. It's it's necessary as I hit the mic. Um, but anyway, Patreon, you can make a small donation starting at 10 cents monthly. You get free mm-hmm. books. You get random presents from us. You get episodes early yeah. like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And yeah. uh, we want to thank the 27 people who are currently giving us $138.55 per month. Did that change again? It did change again because we uh. just uh, did for the month. Uh, but, I, you know, we love all of you. Uh, you're like family to us. If we could fit 27 people in our studio, we would have <laughs> you all over. 27 people in our house. <laughs> uh, definitely. But uh, we want to – if you want to join the proud, the few, the elite, patreon.com slash universe box, and we'd, we'd love you forever. And uh, the link will be in our show notes over at we're so lost.com too. But, uh, okay, so before we get back into the main discussion, yeah. as always, uh, we have a lost expert. We do have a lost expert uh, At our show. disposal. Uh, he, he's actually one of the people who very much vocally encouraged us yeah. to do this show. And every week he calls in and let us know... Why we should still be watching. Why we should still be watching and what is special about this episode without spoilers, mostly. Mostly. Okay, so uh, Michael uh, Lucero, take it away. take it away? 
I didn't watch the live video. I didn't hear the podcast. I don't remember anything. My voicemail. That's all Bill and Anne Marie wanted. All they wanted was my voicemail. Hey, Bill and Anne Marie, it's Michael. <laughs> Howdy. Uh, this was actually an episode I used to dislike a lot the first few times I saw it. Interesting. Uh, since mm-hmm. Jack was originally never one of my favorite characters, oh, but the fair. more I watched it over the years, the more I've grown to realize it is at, uh, w- all the things that actually are uh, here in this episode. Even in Jack's own storyline, his base, uh, basic essential character trait is his inability to let go, which let can sometimes go. be a good thing, as we see here with Charlie, uh, but most of the time it causes problems. Problems uh, for him and others around him. Uh, and this flashback uh, storyline is actually what Jack's mother meant in his first episode, White Rabbit, when she said, not after what you did. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what Jack did. He caused his father to lose his license. Mm-hmm. And I think that's ultimately what uh, caused uh, Christian to leave the States and go to uh, uh, Sydney, which caused uh, Jack to go after him. But you'll actually learn more about that in a future season. So that's not all that's there to that story. So just (laughs) keep watching. Uh, And it's interesting because I think Jack's obsessed with nature in the island story not only mirrors his inability to let go of his father's indiscretions in the past, uh, it also kind of mirrors his his father's own uh, obsessive impulses to Mm -hmm. practice medicine even when he knows he shouldn't. I also thought it was interesting, Michael, sorry for interrupting you, (laughs) but uh, that both stories had Jack being like very concerned about the potential or the actual loss of a baby. Yes. I, I, I noticed that parallel too. Well, I mean, that's what flipped him in the flashback. Mm. Yeah. Was the baby. Exactly. Well, I, I think I think the husband was like half of a flip and then the baby was like full flip. Oh, the baby was the full flip. Sorry, Michael, go ahead. Uh, it's work? kind of what defines uh, his father, this need to do things and save people. And I think Jack and Christian are a lot more alike than I think either one of them likes to admit. Uh, I think it's interesting that when the hunting party splits up uh, it does so in the way that it does jack goes off to be the hero rescuing charlie fighting ethan he gets to do everything in the main a story but Locke isn't merely reduced to some meaningless b story uh he goes off to explore uh, explore island mysteries and in doing so he ends up finding something in the jungle that will begin to reveal another of Lost's core mythological components. Oh. So what the metal thing is in the ground, that will have serious implications for the show going forward, especially in future seasons. Mm. And also serious implications for certain characters as well, namely Locke and Boone uh, originally. Ah. Uh, and it, also, it almost seems in this episode as if something is guiding Locke away from the hunt and towards the metal thing. If Locke and Boone had a shipping name, would it be oh. Lou? He seems to have some sort of spiritual connection to the island, uh, which we see also in his ability to predict the weather as well. And this is one of my favorite things about him. Um, By the way, there is a small continuity error in this episode, too. When Locke and Boone find the metal thing, which I wish I could go ahead and use the name that they use for... It the in the thing. show, but you'll just have to. I already did the hatch, is what they call it. Sorry. Wait. Uh, it's right beside a creek in this episode, but in future episodes, when they return to the metal thing, uh, that creek is actually nowhere to be found. Interesting. Uh, I love the humor in this episode, too. Sawyer and Walt's conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the line about Sawyer getting the evening news from a six year old. I love that. <laughs> also, uh, Walt's game with Hurley, the backgammon game. Uh, there were two clues there uh, about both characters. 
characters' past. Uh, so yeah, just a little tease about uh, future episodes. Uh, so while this still isn't my favorite episode of season one, I'd still rate it fairly high. Probably, uh, I'd say, 2,249 out of 2,812 of Charlie's lettered knuckled strips. Uh, as always... Thank you, namaste, and good luck. Namaste. Thank you very much, Michael. I also noticed in the uh, backgammon scene that the, the pieces they were playing with, and I think this is true in all backgammon games, were black and white. Michael told us told us to watch out for black and white contrast oh. I, a few episodes back. And so I, I just noticed that. That's and all. so uh, you did. I did. You did, did. but you were told. I did. Okay. Good. Now, Michael talked a bit about Jack's dad, and uh, I, I had some thoughts about Jack's dad, too, and how it relates to Jack's psyche. Okay, Jack's dad reminds me of Kate. Okay, please elaborate. Okay, so he's he's charismatic like Kate. He's he's able to uh, manipulate people to do what he wants them to do, just like we've seen Kate do in her flashback and in the modern day. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, we see him very easily convince Jack to help him hide his mistake by uh, by telling Jack what he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, what he's probably been waiting his whole life to hear. You know, in, in fact, from what we've seen in, in the flashback, 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 flashback. Uh, and in the, this episode, he's basically been manipulating Jack to do what he wants his entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, maybe this similarity with Kate is why Jack is so forgiving with her considering her past and what he knows about her. And maybe he thinks he might be able to turn her around where by the time he had the power and the st- personal strength to do it, he couldn't help his father his father yeah his his father was already down the hole uh, a little too far for for help from jack now I, I i was also wondering if this whole dynamic with his father and this whole situation that happened with his father is why jack was so reluctant to be a leader like michael was saying you know yeah there it seems like there's a lot of similarities there maybe because he saw how his dad handled power in this situation where he killed the pregnant woman uh by being drunk Whoops. uh maybe he's afraid he'll end up abusing the power power of leader within the group just like his dad did hmm. uh so uh, that'll be something that i'm sure will play out as we keep going down through the series uh the season series etc side note side note and this this was a little theory i had uh, we'll see if it pays off once we get Jack's third flashback, because I'm sure there'll be another one this sure. season, because he's the main character. <laughs> uh, but do you think Jack lost his medical license since, like his dad mentioned, that he'd be in trouble too because he was the physician of record when the whole thing went down? No. You don't? Because I remember earlier in the season, I had suspicions that maybe Jack wasn't yeah, quite did. the doctor we thought he was. No, but he was definitely a doctor. I Yeah, so we got it confirmed in this episode that he was a licensed doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, respected licensed doctor at some point i'm wondering if maybe maybe he as a result of all this and his involvement maybe maybe he gets his license taken away and he's no longer a doctor by the time the the crash happens i don't think he necessarily lost his license he may have been suspended mm-hmm. especially for not coming forward originally i yeah. feel like because of you know the allegations and everything he was taking against his father and he was bringing those up that i don't think he lost you know he his whole reason for stepping in at all was to try and save the woman yeah and from his dad who was drunk and operating yeah so no i don't think he lost his license i know my limits son whoa wait i know my limits <laughs> okay, so we had a uh, reunion between two much beloved but not beloved between each other characters right. this weekend that you wanted to talk about, right? I love, love, love the exchange between Sawyer and Saeed. 
Mm-hmm. Saeed. Um, I, you can see in, that Sawyer wants to get back at Saeed for the torture um, once Walt tells him, hey, you know, Saeed came back and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And he's like, he's back? Like, haha, he failed. Guess who's and he's back? Back, back again. again. No, stop it there. Um, but once he hears, like, about the French woman and how she killed the crew and how thought they were sick and there's noises in the jungle, he sort of backs off a little. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, we need to, like, I think it's sort of like between that and Charlie and Claire disappearing, like, he's getting all this news from being his, you know, hermit self on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I definitely felt like, uh, Sawyer is no longer Sawyer Seidel, and he he's he's more pr- he, he he's more prone to he he just wants to be part of the group and in in with things or at least but he has to get there at least liked by the group and I I I think if nothing else or not I, hated I I felt like he came to Saeed just to mess with them a little bit and be like hey bro we're good I could oh, I bro. could. I could totally lay into you right now. You're laying here completely powerless. I'm not going to do it to hopefully earn some brownie points later for later on. Mm, two weeks in a row with brownie points. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But I think we finally see Sawyer starting to grow and acclimate to the community on the island. Last week with Hurley and this week with Walt and Saeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think he's a complete jerk, but he might just be tolerable now. Might just be. Might just be. Well, that means you're right. Go to point <laughs> above. Okay. Yes. Because oh, <laughs> I, I talked about this point earlier. Oh, okay. Okay, so next up, I wanted to talk about, you know, the thing. People want to help. People want to help. Everybody wants to help on this island. Everybody and, you know, that's nice, though. Yeah, but I noticed a lot of people striving to be helpful in this episode. First of all, we get Boone, right? Mm-hmm. Boone has been useless his entire life. I, or At least that's the impression that I get. He inherited his career from his mama. Ma- marriage Martha Stewart mommy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he know, he even admits in this episode that literally anybody else could step into the job he has and it, do it. really wouldn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- I feel like he's ready to do something important with his life. And yeah. You know, he he goes with Locke to try and do this. He joins the rescue party well, to try keeps, and do this. He keeps volunteering for these rescue missions. Yeah, like, exactly. This is not the first thing he's been involved in. It's like the fourth. But his Continue. sister is still reluctant. She's, I think, she's still very much happy just coasting along. Although the fact that her brother's kind of missing now, yeah, might might be her call to action. I guess we'll see. But uh, so uh, as well as Boone, both Walt and Michael want to help too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but Locke sends Michael on a wild goose chase to the south, furthering the animosity between them. I, I think he does it because he realizes part of Michael's motivations are wanting to come off as a better man than Locke in front of his son. He, he realizes that Michael isn't doing this because he wants to help so much as he wants to be the good guy in front of his son. And he wants to be better than Locke in his son's eyes. Well, there's that. Um, I don't think he necessarily sends him on a wild goose chase. Uh-huh. What he says is, well, we're going north, so you might as well go south. It was up to Michael and his group of five guys or whatever to follow that advice. Like, they made a conscious choice yeah. to go in that direction. You know, it wasn't Locke going, now you go this way and we'll mm-hmm. go that Like, it wasn't, it didn't feel quite that much of a push. It was just like, well, we're going this way, so you go that way if you want to go, like, but <laughs> they're this way. Well, it, it, it felt a little like a, like a parent being like, hey, 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 son, go play in the backyard while daddy sits here. Daddy and his friends have their cake. You know, or, you know, it, it, just, it, it felt, it felt like, it felt like a parent being like, oh, let's 
you know, get the kids doing something else so we can do the important stuff. Yes, because the keg is the important stuff. You know, but but I wonder, <laughs> you, you know, I'm wondering why is Michael so distrustful of Locke? And I think it's because Walt is starting to look to Locke as a, far, a father figure uh, to, you know, kind of take the place of his old dad that he mentions in this episode. Brian. And uh, Michael does not like that at all. No. Because he's trying to become the new father figure. Uh, but, you know, all these people who want to help, mm-hmm. the common thread, of course, is Locke. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I feel like Locke's taking people who, in their heart of hearts, want to become more than they are. Mm-hmm. And he's guiding them. He's training them. He's, he's the Yoda. He's the Ob- Obi-Wan. He's the uh, Dumbledore. Why? Ah, uh, Dumbledore. Uh, you know, he, he's building John Locke's army. And I, I, I wonder what he's, he's training them for and where this is all going to lead. And I can't wait to find out. Apparently, it's leading to a metal hatch. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, 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 feel like, I feel like this is a thread that's going to pay off a season or two down the road. Oh, okay. You, you know, but I, I, feel, I feel like this is the start of it. And if you're a helper... If you want to help, mm-hmm. John Locke's got your back, and he's going to show you how to do it. So people like to help. People like to Being, help. Helping is helpful. Helping is helpful. Help, helping is helpful. Okay. Who's been hiding this backgammon game for like a month and a half now? <laughs> like they were so excited about golf, which apparently everybody forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we suddenly have backgammon. I was like, oh, precious. Yay, we have board <laughs> games. Um, but this scene gave us a bit of insight into Walt's backstory as well as Hurley's, mm-hmm. which was nice to get, you know, something from Hurley and Walt because they're interesting people. We just don't know why yet. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who knew that Hurley would be a backgammon whiz and finish 17th in a competition? <laughs> which oh, is pretty good. Which is pretty good. I mean. Who, I lo- know, who, know how, who knows how many people were in that competition? 25. But, you know, it, it's okay. I was going to say if it, if it was like 300 people. Right. That's pretty darn good. pretty good. Yeah. Right. Um, but it showed us that he does have like a competitive nature and we haven't really seen that too, too much, um, on the island. He's just sort of been like doing what needs done, doing mm-hmm. what he can do, trying to make people happy. Um, and then Walt gives us a glimpse into his pre-island life by talking about his dad, Brian, saying his uh, other dad, how he was always the luckiest person he knew. Okay. So here's my questions about Brian. Mm-hmm. Did he die when Walt's mom died? Maybe, maybe. Maybe not. Who See, knows? I, I, but, I felt a little uh, resentfulness coming off Walt to where – yeah, okay. That would be – or being the biological dad, did Michael have more rights than Brian even though he's the one who raised Walt? Mm. So Walt had to go to live with Michael, which would explain why they don't really get along. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. felt that. Like there was some some animosity there. Like you took me from – My happy place. My happy place and I didn't want to be here and now I'm stuck with – the sucky dad kind on of an thing. island yeah at least he has his dog but at least there's a guy with a knife there's a guy with <clears throat> knives speaking of his dog i wonder did did he know for a fact that his dog was trained to do like tracking and stuff like that because uh, I, I think you have to train a dog to do that you he, can't just give, give him a he's sock 10, or something though, yeah but that's he's 10. true very true you know he doesn't really he's just trying mm-hmm. he's doing what he can do yeah and he, he really wants to help more than like probably anybody else on the island but mm-hmm. he's 10 so he can't very true okay Anne or, Marie. Can he? or can he well that's the thing yeah. like if you don't give 
them an option, no, they'll never be able to help. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. Well, Locke's training them. On the sly. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the lock of the lock. Anne-Marie, see, time for the arbitrary scale. Okay, please leave off that last. I don't even, out I don't of, like this scale of, at all. I don't like it at all. Out of 14 Charlies hanging in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. How many Charlies do you give this episode? There's a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings fans who will be very happy with that image. Wow. Okay. <laughs> if I know Lord of the Rings fans. I don't. Um, 11? 11? 11. Because Charlie almost died. <laughs> um, and we had more Jack. And I don't really like Jack that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was important. He did his thing. It was nice to get that little bit of closure to his backstory. But... Oh, something we didn't mention. I really liked when Boone said, are we lost? Oh. I, I wrote it down in my notes. Are we lost? lost. All capitals. Nice. No, I didn't even notice that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. I can see why Michael said this isn't necessarily his favorite, but I felt like this was a bit of a game changer episode. Mm-hmm. Lots yeah. of things happened. And it was one of the first episodes that actually picked up exactly where the last episode left off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and last episode kind of established the threat, and then this episode fleshes that fleshes it out a right. bit more. So right. Okay, and as for me, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna give it the exact same rating as you. Oh. Eleven Charlies hanging in a tree. K I S S I N. Really liked it. A lot of action. Some super creepy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked. Uh, oh, oh, did you notice that they referenced red shirts? Which I yes, about I actually wrote that back. down. Yeah. Yes. I you know a lot, lot of nice little bits. I enjoy. I enjoyed the Jack backstory. Uh, uh, getting that a little bit more flesh. Sorry, out. I heard Jack's back and I twitched. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it overall. It wasn't. The best episode. It wasn't the worst, uh, but it was very necessary. Yeah, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it served a purpose. Yeah, and it pushed us forward to mm-hmm. where we need. It got us over a hump. Yes, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. I just hope they go back to the golf course next week. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, uh, now we don't have any uh, feedback this week besides no. the feedback that Michael sends wah, us every wah, week. Wah. Uh, but if you want to send feedback to react to what we've said, uh, to react to a future episode, if you want to talk about episode if twelve, yeah. If there, if you have a favorite episode coming up, please. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah, write an essay about it. We'll Let's read it. Definitely. Uh, but uh, email us, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash we're so lost. The Twitter's at we're so lost. And uh, the, the voicemail number? Voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And again, if you could, take two seconds, go over to iTunes, search give for We're So Lost or Universe Box, find the podcast, give us a quick rating. rating. You don't have to write a review. No, nope, you just give the stars. But if you do write a review, we'll we read will it read on it. the show. Definitely. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay, so Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Simone, And, well, I'm constantly posting and retweeting all the things that I do. So, that. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you can check out our new show. New show. Disney Passholder Project at... Disney Passholder Project at wordpress.com. But by the time this comes out, hopefully it'll have a real website. Which that website... Or just follow it at Disney Pass Proj. Disney Pass Proj. On Twitter. You can only put so much on Twitter. Yeah. I, only so many characters. Only so many characters. You know what else has so many characters? Huh? The show, Lost. And you know what? It, it, makes, it makes both of us feel like we're so lost. I don't really know why I bust out the mouse here. We- all right, folks. Have a good night. If there's anybody out there in TV land. If there's anybody Peace. out there.